1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. Our expert from REMAX Prime Properties, Asif Khan. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. All right, here we are. Start of September. Yes, already. Tell us about the summer of 2023 on the market. Well, the summer of 2023 wasn't as bad as the numbers seem to project because mm. what the numbers are going to show uh, when you see the numbers for the uh, the summer uh, sales you're going to see that average price was a little bit lower, about 9% lower than it was last year for that same period. And you're going to see sales down about 6 7% as well. And with that, you're going to look at that and say, wow, it was a really terrible summer here. But what we need to look at is the interest rates and you know the, the numerous increases that we had over the last six months or eight months. And the effect that that has had on the market itself it started to shift the mix back towards the lower priced uh, ticket items. So you've got condos, townhouses, semis selling, and the detached and luxury markets have not been selling as much as they had in previous years. So when you look at the shift in the mix, you're going to understand why the average price was down about 9%. And at the same time, uh, you know, if you're looking at comparing apples to apples and you're looking at detached to detached or towns to towns or semis to semis, you're going to see that the price actually increased in each category. The aggregate average is what is down. And, uh, you know, why did price increase in each of those? We're down about 25% in inventory. We just mm. do not have the supply. And that's why the people that are out there shopping right now are still paying a little bit more than what they thought they may. Give us a sense of that average price. The average prices are around 1.37 million in York region. And, uh, you know, that's pretty consistent where we, you know, with, without that high-end market selling, uh, we were at about one. 0.45 last year at this time, and that was because we were seeing a lot more detached home sell. What are you noticing on the ground in your office with your agents? It's a struggle for inventory. Uh, people are waiting to list because they're not comfortable. Consumer confidence has eroded, especially with the last two interest rate hikes. And it, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens uh, in the next few days when the next announcement comes out. Because on September 6th, they're either going to announce a rate hold or a possible quarter point increase. Judging from the inflation numbers being at 3.3 now, there could be an increase of a quarter point. But at some point, the, the Bank of Canada has to look at the big picture and say, we're not helping inflation hmm. by continuing to increase the rate. If you were to find a word to describe the market in the summer, how would you describe it? Quiet. Mm. It, it, things were still selling and, th you know, properties were still moving. If you listed your property, you're you're pretty much guaranteed to sell unless you were priced way too high. And, you know, the way too high question only really seemed to apply to detached or luxury homes. The rest of the properties, uh, the traditional 700, 800 square foot condos or the townhouses and semis were still flying off the shelves. And it wasn't uncommon to see multiple offers on those. But the relative 
you know, feel for the market or, or out on the streets was it's fairly quiet out there. There weren't a lot of sales. The sales that did take place were for over asking or, or close to asking, but uh, it, it was generally a quieter summer than we're used to. What about the condo market? We've heard those stories about maybe those condos in downtown Toronto not moving as quickly as they did in the past. What are you hearing? They're definitely not moving as quickly as in the past. I mean, a few years ago, it would be easy to sell a condo on the first day that you put it on the market. There Mm -hmm. was just so much demand. But with people waiting on the sidelines right now, until the interest rate comes down a little bit or there are signs that there's going to be a hold and and possible decreases in the future. That's the reason why things are taking a lot longer to sell. It's because a lot of people are waiting on the sidelines for their financial situation to get a little bit better because of these interest rates. What do you think the fall will bring? And I know we're still in officially summer. Fall arrives later this month. But what do you think it's going to look like for the real estate market? I think the announcement on September 6th in a few days here is really going to determine how our fall market reacts. Mm. And, you know, if there is a rate hold, that's going to bring consumer confidence back. And it also depends on what comes with the rate hold. Is the Bank of Canada governor going to say, we are going to be holding off for a bit now? Uh, Will he threaten another rate hike? It just depends on how he sets the tone and how the consumer reacts to that. Because if confidence starts to come back, then the fall will be really busy because there's a lot of pent-up demand out there. However, if there's a quarter point increase, we're probably taking the steam out of the fall market right off the hop. So best case scenario, no increase. Best case scenario, we're hoping for no increase and uh, hopefully an announcement that by mid-2024 or later in 2024, there's going to be some price decreases or, sorry, interest rate decreases. And what about for anyone holding a mortgage who maybe is up for renewal this fall? What do you want to tell them? I would say if you're if you're up for renewal, make sure you're talking to the bank early enough. Have so different now, options. Already. Yeah. Start okay. start talking now and and start asking questions of what your options are because your best option right now, the banks will try to put you into a, a three to five year mortgage. Mm-hmm. Your best option might be signing on for a year. And I was talking to a, a mortgage broker today who said he is now again recommending variable rates because They're not going to go way higher than they are right now. And the light at the end of the tunnel has rates decreasing in about a year or so. So if you're considering signing a longer term term mortgage, it might be time to look at variable again. But again, let's see what happens in a few days and what the Bank of Canada says. There are those who are not comfortable with the variable rate. They just can't sleep at night with that thing in the background. What do you want to say to them? I would still say, yeah, go go with a fixed. Uh, Go Mm -hmm. with a fixed for one or two years. And that way you'll get through this period with some certainty. And then once the rates start to decline, uh, you can start to take a look at uh, variable options or or maybe even another three to five year fixed option. You're always very optimistic. You're always encouraging our listeners to get into the market. Would you say that now as well? I would, because if you look at prices, they're not coming down. And the hope was, or the anticipation was that with these rate increases, prices would start to come down. Demand is so strong. We're letting in a lot of people into the GTA through immigration, uh, for the job market. And 
all of those numbers continue to be strong. Even employment is relatively strong in the GTA, and that's going to attract more and more people to our area and, and York region because of the schools. That's where a lot of people are moving, right, for their children, for younger families. So the demand's not going away. Supply hasn't increased to meet that demand. And until we have supply increasing magically to the, the numbers that were uh, reported that they would be building, it's not going to change the situation for affordability. You said earlier in our conversation that the average price of a home is $1.37 million. For anyone who's thinking about getting into the market and thinks, I can't go anywhere near those prices. What advice do you have for them? Yeah, the, the general advice has always been drive till you qualify. I mean, I have mm. agents in my office that were showing up in the Barry Aurelia areas, and you can get something there for about $400,000. Same with out west, uh, taking my son out to Waterloo to take a look at some places. And yeah, there's there's places there for three fifty, four hundred. It just depends on what you want and where you want to live and how far you want to be away from the big city. And that way you can kind of get into the market and then maybe make that move back. Uh, even if right now you are renting and, and want to jump into the market and rent out your house for a few years or anything like that that you could buy, then you're going to build equity on that. So there's lots of different solutions, but there's not one solution for everybody. So it's hmm. best to have that conversation with us and find out what's going to suit your needs and, and what's going to help you for your future. And, and that way we can point you in the right direction. You described the summer market as quiet. What's your one-word predictor for the fall market? I think it's going to be steady. And I think that's probably the best way to put it. I, I think we won't be too far off from last year's fall market because people still need to move. They need to get into their homes and demand continues to just increase, whether it's pent-up demand or people coming off that fence to buy. The demand is still there. Our problem as has always been, uh, is supply. And until we get supply, you're going to have a, a pretty steady market. After the break, the state of pre-construction in Vancouver. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with today's guest, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Joining us from Vancouver, BC is Asan Sharanajad from the Propel Group in Vancouver. Asan, welcome to On the Market. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Asif. Asan, before we get started... Tell our listeners a little bit about what's happening in Vancouver uh, for 2023 and how you guys found the summer sales to be. Fantastic. Well, overall, we saw a pretty strong pre-sale and resale market activity in Metro Vancouver during the spring and at the start of the summer season. Now, with the Bank of Canada rate hike, that kind of fast-tracked the market um, as a whole into a more typical seasonal slowdown. For the prime summer months. That said, since the increase of the rate, it, it does appear that 
um, the market seems to have somewhat of a multiple personality, making it a little bit hard to predict trends beyond uh, just a couple of months. Um, the, the, the joke around the water cooler is that the new pattern has almost become there is no pattern <laughs> in the market, making, uh, making the analysis of our markets and sub-markets an extremely valuable exercise when advising both of our residential and development clients. Earlier in the show, Asif described the summer market as quiet and predicted that the fall would be steady. And he was referring to here in York Region and the GTHA. If we can put you on the spot, how would you describe the summer market in Vancouver and what's your prediction for the fall? Yeah, I think I would circle back to that comment I just made about being a typically seasonal slowdown. Uh, and that's the best way I can describe our summer market. I, I do think that slowdown was probably a little bit exaggerated with the Bank of Canada making its announcement to the uh, the increase of the overnight overnight rate, um, which would then lead me to believe that since the, mar- uh, the market has had and the consumers have had a few weeks, a uh, couple of months to absorb that news, we will probably see activity spike come September and October for sure. Uh, I don't know about OSIF, but uh, for myself and my team, I can't name you the countless number of uh, auto reply emails that we received from our, our clients and, and our network when trying to arrange copies and meetings. And usually when that happens, realtors follow suit as well. So it doesn't really surprise us that the market's been pretty quiet over the summer months. Uh, but for that same reason, we anticipate the activity to actually uh, spike considerably come September and October. And Asan, tell us a little bit about inventory. Now, you have a unique position in that you have a lot of pre-construction inventory. And I know Vancouver has been struggling with resale inventory. But tell us a little bit about what pre-construction inventory looks like there and how you're making uh, it go in terms of sales with that inventory rather than fight the low resale inventory? Yeah, there's actually a quite a close relationship between the resale and the pre-sale um, market. Uh, generally speaking, in Vancouver, when it comes to the pre-sale market, a big draw for us is offering additional inventory to consumers that find it really difficult to find that on the market ready to move in um, type of home and inventory. So I, I would say that what we're finding right now is even though there, that would provide additional value to consumers, some of the constraints were that we're working within the, specifically the Metro Vancouver area is, uh, is making it a little bit difficult to add that additional inventory to the market. Uh, things that we're battling here are the soaring construction costs. Of course, we all know the additional uh, carrying costs that are now added to the developer's bottom line due to the interest rates and a pretty slow the permitting process in the city has basically caused a lot of the large developments in the city to put a pause on uh, releasing some of their projects and speaking into some of our acquisition partners, it appears that even the acquisition side has almost ground to a complete halt. So uh, what we typically would see is the pre-sale market stepping in to help with low inventory uh, issues on the resale market and providing additional choice. Right now, 
we're finding that that additional inventory is hard to come by. Therefore, the projects that we're also specifically working on, we're finding there's a quite a bit of high demand um, because there just isn't that much out there. Okay, so to be clear, if the projects then are on hold, inventory is also affected. Uh, ab- absolutely, absolutely. It's um, it's, ex- it's exasperating an already, an already chronically low inventory issue. And Asana, if you had to pick your top two projects in and around Vancouver right now, tell us a little bit about what those would be and why. Well, uh, the one, the, the things that I can really speak to are the markets that, that we're really familiar with. So our, our development team, we, we have a development team that specializes in representing sales and marketing service to um, multifamily developers. And we work specifically in the East Vancouver neighborhood. And what we've noticed here is our developments that are providing the condominium, one, two, and three bedroom, and the entry-level townhome buyer, really doing really, really well um, as the demand has, has has been outstripping the supply. So what does that mean to investors? To investors, we've noticed uh, that after a uh, a period of on hold from waiting on the sidelines, we have noticed that they are jumping back into the pre-sale market again with dwindling inventory levels and projecting into this into the future. Uh, we can see that this uh, shortage of inventory could could become even more exaggerated. Uh, therefore having an upward pressure on pricing in the coming future. And as we all know, a a really major hedge against inflation is the purchasing of real estate. And pre-sales are specifically quite attractive to investors because it's a low-risk way to um, park some cash and allow the values to grow over time without having to make any, uh, any payments in the short term. And of course, there are a lot of predictions or talk out in the uh, in the economic world about the uh, decrease of rates coming in the next two to three years. And Asan, when you're talking about these one, two, three bedroom condos and and the townhouses, what would be an average price point for each of those? And 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 even with upward pressure, where do you see that going? Yeah, I, th- I think also. Uh, let me answer your first question in terms of average price points in the Vancouver area. For an average one bedroom, you are in the low 700s. For an average two bedroom, you are in the low uh, million, so just over a million mark. And in for our three bed uh, for our three bedrooms, you are just above the 1.2. What's actually going to actually drive those prices to to the next level and have that upward pressure is the cost of our single family detached in and around the surrounding areas. So what I mean by that, for example, is our single family homes on the east side have made a significant gain in pricing just this year. And that has caused, um, in conjunction with the interest rates, a lot of downward uh, pressure from the purchasers on the affordability ladder. So the, with the further increases to their single family detached properties and the rates being where they are, we're finding more folks moving more to the attached segment 
which would include the townhomes and the condos. So uh, we, we could easily uh, wake up one day, uh, you know, in the three to five year period, and we could see some significant 10 to 20% price increases on those categories. And Asan, before we let you go, because of the the lack of inventory and the availability of pre-sale inventory that you're holding on to, if our listeners want to connect with you and get those details emailed to them, how do they reach you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's two ways that they could reach us. We could visit our website, which is www.propelmarketing.ca. That's spelled P-R-O-P-E-L marketing.ca. Of course, another really easy way for our listeners would be to find us on Instagram, which is Propel, P-R-O-P-E-L underscore group. Yes, and thanks so much for uh, dropping by and for your time today. Appreciate your time. Thank you both. When we come back, your real estate questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market. Your questions for Asif Khan are next, and we begin with Helena in Richmond Hill. She wants to know if her agent will share the selling price for similar homes in her neighborhood. How will it help to determine the list price of her house? Asif? Definitely. The agent will conduct a a comparative market analysis for your home, and that's going to take into account recent solds. It could go back further. Uh, if If there's not a lot of history on your street, they'll pull up sales from your street, but they'll also look at the entire area and they'll look at what's for sale, what has sold, and also what has expired, because then you'll know if uh, you know a certain price point is the target price point for that area, and if people are trying it a little bit higher, is that why it's not selling? So there's a lot of work that goes into the comparative market analysis, but it'll give you a lot of information about your area and how to price your home properly. You said something interesting there, recent solds. Why is that so important? It's really important because the market changes from month to month. Mm. So you don't want to go back and say, well, my neighbor sold seven months ago for this price. It may not be relevant anymore. Three months ago may not be relevant. So you want to know exactly what's happening in your area right now and be able to price accordingly. What is the significance of including those properties that have expired? You want to know what who tried to sell, first of all, and, and why they didn't sell maybe. And it could, most of the time it's price point, but it could be, you know, are people looking for granite countertops and renovated kitchens or bathrooms? Because you'll be able to go through these properties and online, of course, and, and see what they had and how yours compares to that. And that way you can make a proper and educated decision on how you're going to price your place. An educated decision, because there are those who think, well, I'm going to list it low and look for a bidding war. Is that still happening? So the it, sometimes it does happen. Uh, in this market, it's t- hit and miss, because what you're also seeing is people pricing low and not getting as high as they anticipated. Now they have to pull their place off the market and relist at a higher price. So you've just cost yourself a lot of time. And in this market, time is money because you may have missed the boat by waiting too long. The next question, Carolyn and Markham is planning to sell her parents' large and long-time family home, but she is feeling overwhelmed by how much stuff there is to sort through. What should she do to get started? 
Well, I think the first thing to do is just to declutter, just go through the entire house. And this may be a good time to bring in one of the garbage bins into the driveway and just start throwing things out that you will not be using or, or won't be selling to anyone and start getting rid of it. The, the faster you declutter, you're going to be able to step back and take a look at the house and see what it needs. But right now you're overwhelmed because there's way too much in there. There's too much to do. And then have a realtor come in and, and give you an opinion of, what could be done? Is it just painting? Is it taking the carpet out and maybe changing it with hardwood or vinyl or laminate flooring? You know, we'll be able to go through and and point out certain areas that you want to use as power areas, which are going to draw people into your home. And at the same time, you don't want to put a lot of money into this because your intention is to sell it, but you want to sell it for the most money possible and by making some small cosmetic changes and decluttering and cleaning the place it will make a huge difference okay so we don't know this but what about those who are attached to their stuff they're concerned about the sentimental value how do you bridge those conversations I think if there's anything in that house that you want to keep for sentimental value or, uh, you know, hand-me-downs, I would take that over to your home right now and, and get that out of there. Let's see what the house offers in terms of value on its own merit rather than with the stuff that's in it. And that way, it'll be a lot easier for you later on. And at the same time, you're keeping the stuff that you value the most. Do you think sometimes you need an outsider to be part of this process and that way they can say, yeah, but really, what are you going to do with this stuff? Or here's where maybe you could have a content sale and use it to your advantage. What do you think about those ideas? Yeah, definitely. And especially if you're attached to some of these uh, items that are in the house, there may be someone that values it just as much as you do Mm -hmm. that will give it a good home and lots of years of use. So you may want to think about that as well to say, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are stuck because they can't find furniture, they can't find uh, accessories because of the back orders or just the unavailability. I know if you walk into department stores and, and try to order furniture, sometimes it's a six to eight month wait. And and so some people may value what you have in that home even as much or more than you do. And, and that way it's a good thing to, if you're not charging or anything, but at least it'll give it a good home and people will be able to use it. And that's such a good point because it is such a good feeling. It really is. And it gives someone a, a good start, and especially if they're moving into their own place. And what you're seeing now is they're putting more and more money down just because they need to in order to qualify. So they don't have a lot of disposable income or disposable uh, money left in their accounts that they can go and purchase furniture and such. So they may welcome you putting that on Kijiji or Marketplace or advertising in local papers in order to get that moved. As a reminder, if you have questions for On the Market, hit send anytime to info at 1059theregion.com, but also if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? They can reach me on Twitter at at Remax Allstar or give me a call on myself, 416-985-5426. Twitter or X. <laughs> or X, yes, that's right. <laughs> if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.